Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So we've been making comments for five years now. It's over a hundred episodes and counting. And our plan? Well, it's to keep making more seasons, even more episodes. And when I say we, I don't just mean the Commons team. I'm including you, our listeners and supporters. We can't make this show without you. We can't keep bringing you exceptional reporting every week without your support. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to become a Canada Land supporter. So from now until the end of May, we have a special deal for our listeners. Sign up now for just $2 a month for the next six months. You'll get access to all the episodes of Commons one week early and ad-free, as well as exclusive bonus content from all of our shows. There's discounts on merch, tickets to our live events, and so much more. This is a limited time offer, and it's a pretty great deal that helps support our journalism. Just go to CanadaLand.com join or click the link in your show notes to become a supporter today. This episode is brought to you by Paytm. Look, to be honest, bank fees suck. I was sitting with my accountant just the other day asking him, what are all these fees? With the Paytm Canada app, you can manage, track, and pay all your bills using a credit card, bank account, or Paytm cash. Paytm gives you cash back for paying your bills through the app, and if you enter promo code COMMONS, you will get 5% back just for using this app. And Commons is supported by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit service dedicated to making cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take 30 minutes. They source the freshest ingredients, measured to the exact quantity needed, all delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. For 50% off your first box, visit hellofresh.ca slash commons and enter promo code commons when you subscribe. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's 2018! Woo! Today on the show, we're going to take a look back at 2017. We're going to do a, a fake award show, a Commons Political Awards of the Year show. Woo. We should have sound effects here. And we're going to give out some awards to some of the biggest political winners and losers of 2017. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Ryan McMahon. I'm Hadia Rodrigue. From Canada Land, this is Commons. Good evening. The victims of Canada's tainted blood tragedy will have their day in court. The RCMP has laid criminal charges including charges against the Canadian Red Cross. Yet another really upsetting verdict involving sexual assault from Canada. Ontario Premier Kathleen Wynne announced a pilot project to test out whether guaranteeing a minimum basic income would improve the lives of the poor. 
Officials in Emerson, Manitoba are calling out for help after a sharp increase in the number of people walking across the border. So much of this is a smokescreen. You know, they divide us. They want us to tell different stories, to be angry at each other. When in the reality is, this is a, a class issue that we're facing. Trudeau has completely backed off the issue. No one, no one wants to touch this. Well, a lot of people ridiculed Justin Trudeau when he promised he'd make pot legal. A movement that wasn't really being covered uh, sufficiently by the mainstream press. Antifa is a defensive reaction against a growing imminent fascist threat. Politically, what do we need to do? We need to vote these people out. You know, if the police don't want you to see a file, you're never gonna know it exists. The chief spoke about us not being there. And I'm afraid and I'm ashamed of myself for being afraid. And I know she was murdered. I know in my heart. This was a very, very dynamic and interesting year. You know, we talked to all four of the NDP candidates, which to me was a scheduling miracle. We also talked to Amy Goodman. Uh, we took a look at the 60s scoop. And of course, we ended the season with our Invisible Victims miniseries, looking at police accountability. And we're looking forward to having more deep dives, more miniseries. The deep dives and the miniseries and our new producer, Abby, who definitely deserves credit for the new direction the show is going to take. This is going to be a really exciting year for Commons. So if people haven't already done so, spread the word and tell people to subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yes. There's one thing that all of us have in common, paying bills. Whether it's rent, cell phone, tuition, property taxes, we all pay our fair share of bills. But what if I told you there was an app that could make this all easier? You can download the Paytm Canada app for free on either Google Play or the App Store or visit paytm.ca to sign up and create your Paytm account. Paytm gives you the convenience of all your bills being in one place. Whether you're standing in line waiting for your coffee in the morning or grabbing a bite to eat or about to watch a show, a couple of quick taps and your bills are paid without the fees. So go wherever you download your apps and search for the Paytm Canada app. You enter the promo code COMMONS and you get 5% back up to $10 just for paying your bills through the app. Use the promo code COMMONS for your money back. COMMONS is supported by HelloFresh, the meal kit service dedicated to making cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Now, I have recently discovered through the use of my bullet journal that I don't actually like doing intensive prep to make meals on the weekday. Time is money, and I need that time. Each week, HelloFresh creates delicious new recipes with step-by-step -step instructions designed to take about 30 minutes. For everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time, like me. They source very fresh ingredients, and I can tell you that I had a bag of Brussels sprouts that lasted in my crisper 
for over a week. And that does not happen with the things I buy at Loblaws. And they are measured to the exact quantity. Again, no food waste. All delivered to your doorstep in a very cool insulated box. So if you want 50% off your first box, visit hellofresh.ca slash commons and enter promo code commons when you subscribe. We talked to former reporter Tim Fontaine. Tim Fontaine is the editor and grand chief of the hilarious and satirical indigenous news site Walking Eagle News. Tim Fontaine, thank you for joining us on Commons. Happy 2018 to you. Thanks. Same to you. You started catching people's attention just uh, six or seven weeks ago. And I have to say, Walking Eagle News is such a breath of fresh air. How's the transition going for you? It's been strange, but it's been uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Because you your website is is like when people didn't know what it was, they were saying these politicians have lost their damn minds, <laughs> <laughs> and they still do. Yeah. So what what are some of the stories that have caught attention on your website so far in just the month and a half, two months that you've you've been uh, publishing online? Uh, the top story is probably the one about the royal couple receiving a fully grown cream ad as an engagement gift. <laughs> that's still getting shared, and that's still being uh, that's still being believed. <laughs> And so, uh, oh yeah, no, that God. that's that's by far the number one story, and it it's just crazy. Like I still I still can't <laughs> believe that, and I'm not setting out to fool people, but I still can't believe that that's still believed. So, so walking that line with with satire and comedy, but commenting on the politics of the day is is no easy feat, and it it can be controversial in some ways. But what do you feel like the political climate is like? What is it about the time that we're in politically that you think it's just ripe uh, ripe for the writing, if you will? Indigenous people have been in this relationship with Canada for for hundreds of years, and yet it's still now it still feels like we're oh hey look at look at the other side at least at least for non-Indigenous people they're really looking at us, and politically they're really trying to figure out who we are even though they've had hundreds of years to do that. There's a lot to poke fun at with that because uh, it it seems so ridiculous that we're we're just getting to know each other now and it's and it's often called reconciliation right and that to me is it's funny too because the what reconciliation means to both sides is so different. What do you think it'll take for both sides to actually have the same definition of reconciliation? When they realize that it, that it's more than just platitudes and it's more than just a long, awkward hug. When, it's, <laughs> when, when they realize, you know what, there are real sacrifices that have to be made in order for, for equality to happen. And things that have to come back. I mean, land is the number one thing, right? When we have control over lands and when we have control over resources then I think we can talk. The line you're walking with this comedy is really, really sharp. How are people learning from the style of comedy that you're presenting uh, through Walking Eagle News? You know, it's cathartic for me because I can, because I'm, I'm finally able to say something because you can't speak out like that when you're a journalist. And then for people, I think what they're, people are trying to educate themselves, I think, if they don't get the joke. I mean, that was something... I never set out to do. I never thought, oh, I'm going to educate people with this site. I just, I thought it was funny. But that was some of the things that people started telling me, especially earlier on, was that if they didn't understand what the issue was, um, they would go and learn about it or they would check out they would check out what it was that I was commenting on. Let's get to our award nominations. Yes. So, Tim, what's your take? 
Oh, man. I, yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, Biggest Hypocrite could be shared easily by uh, Carolyn, Minister Carolyn Bennett and Justin Trudeau, I think, because, uh, again, that, that whole reconciliation thing. And for Carolyn Bennett over child welfare, I mean, that, that it's not her department anymore, but it was for, for quite a while. Uh, indigenous child welfare and, and equalizing that relationship. So she's touring the country. She's got her beautiful indigenous scarves on and she's talking about how... She's got quite a collection of scarves. I know, it's amazing. And I keep hearing more and more about it and, and it's impressive. It's probably worth about $2.5 at this point. It's just... <laughs> It's just a beautiful thing. Her native beaded vest game is strong. It's better than mine. I don't even have one. No, me neither. I want that. Like I would take half of those, not even half. I don't know if she's your size, Tim, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But I think if we put enough public pressure on her, she'd have to fork one or two over. But yeah, definitely her and definitely Trudeau could share that title. And I feel like there's so much pressure on the guy to get it right all the time that he, you can literally hear the Trudeau ancestry just, Justin, what are you doing? <laughs> You're really fucking this up, Justin. You know, the the voices of dead white guys coming down through his, uh, his spiritual DNA. And uh, there's so much pressure on the dude. I almost don't blame him for fumbling his way through some of the stuff. <laughs> the one that jumped out at me that I want to uh, kick around with you a little bit was Perry Bellegarde uh, delivering the full headdress at the UN in New York. Foundationally, headdresses are given to people of high regard. They're well regarded as sort of the highest honor someone can be bestowed is is to receive a, a, a headdress. And they are decorated and painted and beaded with different iconography and different things to to tell the story of who is receiving this headdress and why. But it became fashionable to give prime ministers headdresses. And there's a famous picture of Stephen Harper um, <laughs> given a headdress by the blood uh, tribe. And he's it looks like he's got ketchup and mustard on his face. <laughs> and Trudeau got one. Trudeau has received right? one. So his, his name is apparently the one who keeps trying. <laughs> yes, his, his was his was even bigger. That's what my ex used to call me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, they. Uh, I think they took a lot of heat for that uh, uh, for giving Harper a headdress. They did, and and so did I because I tweeted after he received it. This is pretty much a quote. Someone t tell me who the fuck I have to talk to about <laughs> Harper receiving a headdress. Not received very well by the blood and the Kainai people that gave it to him. Yeah, I had no yeah. business tweeting that, but but it was maddening uh, to see. And, and since, yeah. of course, yes, Trudeau has received one. So I have a different nomination. Oh, yeah. yes. My nomination for Biggest Hypocrite is Julian Fantino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the former Toronto police chief and politician who drew an analogy between weed and murder and is now in the <laughs> weed business. He's now selling weed. Um, I think he told The Sun in 2004 that legalization would not cut down on crime. And he said, I guess we can legalize murder too, and then we won't have a murder case. We can't go that way. And now he is opening a new pot business uh, with his partner, um, a former RCMP <laughs> deputy commissioner, Raf Sukar. The man who put a lot of brown kids in jail for smoking pot is now a pot connoisseur. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree with your nomination. I just think it's nuts that the the same people, yeah, that were jailing 
the people that used it and sold it are now probably going to be the only ones that are going to really benefit from from legalized weed because it's it's quickly becoming a monopoly. It's not even it's not even done yet, and it's already a monopoly. They're just uh, and they're still criminalizing sort of the way the industry has been working, you know, illegally all along. You know, you basically still ha- you have to be a rich white high roller to be able to sell pot. Yeah, and the barrier to entry is pretty high into this game, right? And so that's why you're going to see these powerful dudes that have connected friends with deep pockets enter in and push all their chips in right away to get ahead of it. One of the funniest quotes uh, that he said was, the purpose of our clinic is to do assessments. We're not in the marijuana business. We're in the health business. (laughs) (laughs) Except he also said a couple years ago that legalization was simply wrong and that marijuana puts the health and safety of our children and communities at risk. Absolutely. So kind of funny that he's uh, in the business of health now. <laughs> and now he says he would use mar- medical marijuana that was pres- prescribed to him by a doctor, and for him it would be a healthy choice. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Political hero of the year for me, Cindy Blackstock. Yeah. I think Cindy Blackstock standing up to the, the government, calling for change in child welfare and services to Indigenous children in this country has been the backbone to solidifying the movement across Canada to really changing the system that that has never worked for Indigenous people. Uh, My personal favorite was best political apology because I don't think anyone's actually apologized for anything. Can you think of any apology that's been made by a politician, Ryan? Um, Other than the BC NDP uh, leader saying, hey, look, I'm not the only one that's going to disappoint Indigenous people. Is that an apology? <laughs> that's not really an apology, but that it really stuck out to me as uh, both true, uh, awkward, but also um, <laughs> sort of the most honest thing anyone's ever said in Canadian <laughs> politics. <laughs> like, what a terrible thing to hey, say. we've all done it. Come on. <laughs> we've all done it. Who among us hasn't disappointed Indigenous people? <laughs> You guys do know I'm a politician, right? Come on. I'm not the only one doing this. <laughs> I think um, for wackiest political quote, going back to the uh, the pot debacle, um, I don't know if you know about Marilyn Gladu, the uh, conservative representative for Sarnia, but she's very anti-legalization uh, of, of marijuana. And uh, she was telling the speaker that it was positively negligent that the government is shutting down debate on this topic. We've already established that this legislation would put marijuana in the hands of children, not just with the 15 joints that 12-year-olds can have, but with the four plants per household. So little Johnny can put some in the toaster oven and smoke it up. (laughs) She also wrote an anti-pot poem featuring the line, We hope that the Senate will do its true deed and keep our great country safe from all the weed. (laughs) Can we go back to the toaster oven for a second? Wait a minute. How does she think pot works? I don't know, but I'm going to try that after this recording. Like, how exactly would we make pot and a toaster oven interact? Like, unless you're baking some edibles, like, it really doesn't make any sense. Thanks for being on, Tim. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. All right. We're joined by Scott Vroman, who is a comedy writer and performer uh, who runs the website centrism.biz. 
all about being centrist in the political climate in Canada. Welcome, Scott. Hello. Um, so I became familiar with you through your pretty hilarious video with Adrian Batra on Sun News. Right. Yes. Yes. I remember it well. Well, we know that the CBC has taken a financial hit because of them losing Hockey Night in Canada. And because of that, they have to make some serious changes to their programming. And someone who knows a little bit about this is my next guest, Scott Bruman. Scott, thanks very much for being here. So Scott wrote an article, satirical article, calling for the defunding of the CBC And it seems like the Sun News did not realize that that was satire and instead thought you were basically a a right-wing pundit and so had you on the show. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of all this talk of trimming and cutting. I mean, we need to abolish the CBC. I don't think systems can be changed incrementally. You either get rid of them or let them control you. It's black or white, preferably white. But our culture shouldn't be defined by these bureaucrats in Ottawa. It, it should be, the Canadian culture should be defined by studio executives in Hollywood. What was that like? I feel like it must have been a pretty surreal experience. And did you, did you realize that they had sort of made that kind of gaffe? Or did you think they had had you on as a t- satirist and then realize that they didn't? Well, they, they had called me to do it. And then I think it was to go and kind of the next day and I just assumed sometime overnight they'd figure it out and cancel it but the next morning came and they didn't cancel it so I quickly (laughs) uh, prepped some talking points we have to let people vote with their dollars that's what I advocate well I I tend to agree with you Um, yes because when you vote with your dollars when you vote with your dollars the hard-working rich are rewarded with extra democracy as they should be but it just kept it it was kind of a a problem for me because it just it was I was saying it's like running towards a locked door to break it down and then they open it and you you go through because they let me go on so long I almost ran out of jokes and things to say because the thing just went on and on and on and, and no matter how awkward and painful it got uh, she didn't really shut it down so it was, it was a very surreal experience. Scott is there something that jumps out at you in 2017, that just needs to be mentioned right off the top. My personal favorite was when Peter Kent said that homegrown weed is virtually the same as putting fentanyl on a shelf within reach of kids. Uh, I found that my most hilarious Canadian politics moment of the year. Yeah, because one of those kills you and the other doesn't. Exactly, yes. To me, they're a bit different. I, I have to credit him for points for creativity, but as far as like uh, reality, it's it's pretty absurd. Well, I, yeah, I, I was going to mention the the weed rollout as a pretty major political fail. I mean, when they rolled it out, it seemed like their policies were were going to make it, you know, almost impossible to get weed. I mean, the biggest fail for me was that it didn't pay homage to those already in the space that are managing really good clinics and that are helping people, you know, with their medicinal marijuana use, but also people that want to use it recreationally as well. And it seemed like it was a room full of my grandpa and his friends trying to write a policy paper. (laughs) 
Any thoughts for most ignored issue of the year or maybe best underdog story? I mean, most ignored one of the year to me is usually like for, you know, 30 years in a row now is probably climate change. Uh, like we're, there, there's basically two things that threaten the end of civilization, but nuclear bombs kind of make better headlines. I, I think like one of the most underreported stories, period, is the Phoenix pay system. And <laughs> like, do, do, do I know this is kind of out of left field, <laughs> but do we know that our bureaucrats and those that run the government aren't fucking being paid? Yeah, they <laughs> like, don't know how to on, pay people on time. Uh, or, you know, this to me is unbelievable that to this day, people that work in Ottawa just aren't receiving paychecks on time. People are losing their homes. People are defaulting on loan payments. I mean, this is a huge mess and no one's talking about it. And it's been two years since this was rolled out. Like people are still not getting paid properly two years later. Yeah. And, you know, for for it to go on that long, like the Senate, the Senate themselves, the Canadians, they're like, you know what? We're done. We're (laughs) we're not. (laughs) This is not how we're being paid anymore. They're like, I didn't sign up for this not to get any money. Give us loonies and toonies and we're good. Just give us a bag and uh, we'll take that. We're not, we're, not, <laughs> we're not using the Phoenix space system. It's unbelievable. My most ignored issue of the year, which I think we should draw attention to, though we just did on our most recent episode, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women. Yeah. Still not getting the coverage and the attention that it deserves. Yeah. I mean, the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation just released something um, in December saying that close to 40% of people polled didn't know the TRC existed or didn't know what it was. So there are still pockets in this country that don't know about these issues. And that's the truth in this country right now. Um, I've got a political fail nomination. It's just like a global one. Kelly Leach. Oh, her attempt to take Trump style politics to Canada and her 7% that she captured of the uh, CPC leadership vote. Also her oh. video, oh, which Kelly. was kind of brilliant and amazing in, in that it was the most terrible video of all time. Oh, yeah, it was it was high art. It was wonderful. I loved it. Hello, I'm Kelly Leach, and I'm running for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada. Everywhere I go, I hear the same message. (laughs) The dramatic pauses, the turning of the head. But we still have to get to the bottom of, did she do that on purpose to get views because it was going to be so bad? Or did the person making the video never make a video before? (laughs) I'm of the opinion that the person had just never made a video before and Kelly Leach was trying to do this on a budget. Yeah, like I, I feel like if they had some sort of comedic savant uh, on their staff, they would have <laughs> should have had more output by now, and and I would love them to have had. But unfortunately, I think it was just like a fluke, but a wonderful one. But I mean, I'm glad that the views and her Trumpian styles did not pan out. Yeah, no, yeah. For now, I, w- I was going to say my my best, my favorite underdog of the year was Rebel TV. How they um, outgrew their humble beginnings and really <laughs> burst into the mainstream. They finally found their voice with naked white supremacism. 
Oh, they're just punching above their weight, aren't they? It's just so yeah. inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well done, Rebel Media. Thank you so much for joining us, Scott. Thank you. So congratulations to all of our award winners. Your awards are not in the mail. We don't have a budget for that, but keep fucking up in 2018 and you will be on this show next year too. On behalf of all the politicians who are mentioned in our podcast today, I will accept your awards. I'd like to thank my family. I'd like to thank the creator above. I'd like to thank Ryan. (laughs) And uh, just keep being you. Keep saying things and keep doing things and we'll be here back in 2018 making more fun of you. I think that's officially the end of the show. (laughs) All right, that's it for this week. I am Ryan McMahon. And I'm Hadia Rodrigue. Thank you for tuning in. This episode was produced by Abby Madan. Our music is produced by Nathan Burley. If you want to get at us, find us online. And if you like what we do, Tell your people. So we've been making comments for five years now. It's over a hundred episodes and counting. And our plan? Well, it's to keep making more seasons, even more episodes. And when I say we, I don't just mean the Commons team. I'm including you, our listeners and supporters. We can't make this show without you. We can't keep bringing you exceptional reporting every week without your support. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to become a Canadaland supporter. So from now until the end of May, we have a special deal for our listeners. Sign up now for just $2 a month for the next six months. You'll get access to all the episodes of Commons one week early and ad-free, as well as exclusive bonus content from all of our shows. There's discounts on merch, tickets to our live events, and so much more. This is a limited-time offer, and it's a pretty great deal that helps support our journalism. Just go to canadaland.com join or click the link in your show notes to become a supporter today. This episode is brought to you in part by the Douglas Mattress. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the best, and I mean the best things you can do for yourself, is to get a good quality mattress. The time is now, people. Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress protector, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That's douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.